Hey, Dave. How's it going? Hey, Ben. What's the story? Hang on a second. This is... This is podcast number two for this week. What's going on? Number two for this week. Yeah, we don't do this that often. Something on... Something is on. SDCC is on right now. SDCC, the South Dakota Cottage Company. Yeah, that's the one. I'm not talking about San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. San Diego Comic Con. It's all about South Dakota and comics. Yeah, yeah. Sure it is. Uh, So, San Diego Comic Con. Yes, SDCC, the pop culture event of the year, which some people think is lacking this year because certain writers and actors and producers and studios and all that stuff are fighting with each other. But personally, I think it's okay to hand it back to the writers and artists and storytellers who created all the things that those writers and studios and producers are fighting about <laughs> in the first place. So, you know, I'm seeing SDCC here. back to the C, the, the, the first C. Um, yeah. So, have we well, lost our audience at this stage? Are they still yeah, with probably. us? Can they follow? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my apologies. So, <laughs> so we've got we've got two episodes. This is the second episode this week. Um, and we thought we'd put them out in in quick succession because we had Rich yesterday, who was amazing, and mm-hmm. today we have Nathan, who's currently sweltering away in SDCC as we speak. But he was very kind to give us a bit of a bit of a nod on a, on on a new vault book. Um, yeah. You'll have to listen to to find out what and the return of um like a huge talent to comics as well. So also listen to find out um who that is. So uh, yeah, Ben. And then do yourself a favor, go on if you're at San Diego Comic Con this year, go see Nathan. He's on two or three panels with the Vault Studio uh, this 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 weekend or the next three three days are left are left right. Yeah, it's I think three. Sunday. Yeah, three days, three days left, and and. Uh, Look, we'll be keeping keeping tabs on uh, all the news that we we care about. To be honest with you, we're not going to be picking up everything. I don't know what's going, what's new in Pogs, you know, and I'm not going to check. Are so, Pogs still a thing? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I don't know, man. You know, um, look, I'm I'm in, I'm in my mid to late forties at this stage, so you know, whatever whatever the kids are into. Um, so yeah, so we'll have we'll have bits and pieces about you know liniments, um, you know how to lift with your knees, you know those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I think we're definitely yeah. more pros that than we are anything else. So yeah, yeah, I'm in. I, I'm schooled up for this. I can yeah. tell you all about the technique I use, the back brace that I use, and that's all the it. medication under the sun. That's it. You know how to how best to live, not not cure but live with carpal tunnel syndrome. <laughs> um, and if, if you're, if you're into that, uh, come back on Monday um, mm-hmm. or we'll be coming back on Monday anyway, because we'll be dropping into your feeds with an extra special SDCC roundup. from of our favorites. Yeah. We'll talk all about it and yeah. uh, tune in. This will be a very different SDCC because like the focus is back on comic books as Dave just yeah. kind of said. So we'll really be able to kind of like pick some of our, favorite things without having to dig too deep past all the the film and tv stuff that usually gets uh priority so i'm really looking forward to this there's a silver lining to everything that's happening um, and we do we do support all the strike and everything that's going on at the moment absolutely it's, it's absolutely important that everyone is paid uh and, and seen as equals but when it comes to the comic con here when it regards to comic con to say we'll be able to put the focus back on comics and um yeah looking forward to it yeah absolutely man I and mean, who knows we might get a we might coax producer Ado out of his cave to uh, come and join us on Monday. So That's we'll it. He's to come back here and crack a few whips anyway. 
hmm, crack a few whips, make a few off-color jokes, you know, <laughs> do the thing he's 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 famous for. So um, yeah, we'll be uh, invading your podcast feeds on Monday, which is kind of weird for us. But uh, in the meantime, enjoy Nathan Gooden. It's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a good one. Hey, it's quite a good one. Hey, there you go. Welcome to the Odds Pod. I'm Dave Hendrick. And I'm Ben Hennessy, and we're the team behind the Scout Comics title, The Odds. A comic book about the things we hide from each other, like murderous conspiracies, horrible mutations, and our true feelings about eating people. Anyway, each week we invite a new guest on to share their favourite apocalypse stories with us, be it the nothings onward creep through the never-ending story, the perilous proliferation of pod people from body snatchers, phew, or an invasion from beyond space like the legislation Chuck Schumer is currently at this minute, like right now, proposing expects. It's finally happening. We want to rage with Ragnarok, dig on devastation and revel in revelations. So today's guest... He's an artist, art director, a founder, and a bit of a barbarian. If you've read a vault book in the past few years, and we know a lot of you have, you'll all have seen his work on Barbaric, Happier the Axe to Us All, Joe Jacan, and Brandon Sanderson's Dark One, to name but a few. He resides in Ground Zero for the upcoming comic book apocalypse that is San Diego Comic Con, and has taken time out of his undoubtedly busy schedule to be here with us today. He is, of course, Mr. Nathan Gooden. Nathan, thank you for joining us. Hi, Blue. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. And uh, good on you for getting through those tongue twisters. Wow, I would have been here hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, you know, I, I write them and I usually voice Ben with them, you know, and, and stand back and laugh. Yeah, but, done uh, a few retakes no, before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was a, that was a bit of a masochistic <laughs> one for me. Um, but yeah, man, uh, it's great to have you here. Uh, yeah, big fans, big fans. I uh, really love a, your work, you know. In a week that, that's like insanely busy or must be insanely mm. busy for anybody involved in a publisher, let alone like one of the biggest and best out there uh, in Vault Comics. So, you know, San Diego, tell us all about it. Oh, yeah. We're, so we're announcing a new book with Chris Yost, uh, Unnatural Order, which, yeah, p- people who know comics know the name Chris Yost. You know, this is his glorious return to comics and Amazing. his, especially for, you know, the indie scene, which is, you know, what Walt specializes in. And we're happy to announce his book at San Diego. I have done a, I, I did a, um, a, a San Diego exclusive cover for only a hundred issues. I'm sorry, a hundred copies uh, that we're going to be signing and tabling at, uh, at, a, at a few booths. So if anyone's here, drop by, say hello, get a signed copy. Fantastic, man. That's, that's nice. brilliant. Well, you Chris, covers Chris on the run of comics as well. I'm sorry. Are you doing covers for the run of that of Unnatural Order as well? Just for San Diego. Nope. Just the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. So awesome. Awesome. So check it out. I'm sure there's an image somewhere online on Vault, maybe. There's on your yeah. socials. Yeah, yeah. On socials, you know, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, all the uh, all the good all the good ones. Um yeah, yeah. It's a uh San Diego exclusive. Uh but yeah, we'll be here signing the one time and only you can get it signed by both awesome. of us. That's amazing, man. And uh, yeah, you have a pretty packed schedule then going into the weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got I've got uh, three panels um, announcing another book that I'm doing with uh, John Jennings, which is I'm cool. super excited about. It's going to be a horror title. Um, yeah, that's about all I can say so far. But I'm okay. super excited about it, and um, we're announcing that at the show as well. And uh just you know a bunch of other vault titles coming out but that's the one i personally have coming out with vault aside from the continuing 
world that is barbaric. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how do you fit in another book with everything else you're kind of juggling and, 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 and establishing with barbaric? I don't sleep. No, uh, <laughs> no I, I, uh, I built in some breaks between arcs. Um, it, fans of the series know Queen of Swords is happening mm-hmm. right now. And that's kind of giving me a, a you know a few month break to try other things because if anyone knows my you know knows my career knows anything about it, like I like to try new things I don't like to just stay in one lane like I'm gonna try new styles I'm gonna go from traditional to digital back to di- you know back to digital every book like, I don't like to force my style on a book per se like I like to let the book kind of tell me what it wants to be and so cool. you know so I like to like you know so this will be a very different. Um, you know, a very different feel for me. So I'm excited about it. Yeah. Man. So horror. So are you going like hard on Carasioro? Is it a monster book or? Yeah. Or gonna, I think I'm going to be a lot of ink washes, lots of heavy shadows, lots of ink washes. Like I want that. And I think um, I'm going to do smaller, tighter panels. Cause I want like this kind of claustrophobic feel. Cause it all takes place in this one, uh, built one location and I want it to feel very claustrophobic. So I'm going to go more like, you know, like really Scott kind of aliens feel like these are really tight shots. So like, no, was... that, that's, that's pretty different for you. Cause like you're usually like a lot of your panels, like it's big characters, big action, big stuff happening. And that kind of be, it is your aesthetic. So to kind of go, go back uh, into a kind of a claustrophobic feel, does that feel like a bit of a reach or something new and fun? It's going to be a reach, you know, it's a challenge. Like it's going to keep me up at night and I'm like, oh, why don't I love this yet? But if like, for me, like that's what I strive on. Like that's what keeps me going of like, I'd like challenges. I like challenging myself, like even doing from barbaric to the rush, which was like the horror series I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, not really horror, but it was like a, um, like a sci-fi uh, Western I did with Cy Spurrier. Yeah. Uh, just doing something like that was like, like big jump in style with like this, Barbaric, which is like you like you said, big bold characters jumping off the page, and going to that, which was more much more subtle, mm-hmm. more realistic characters, more about that one was more about like the just like the acting, like the facial expressions, the subtleties in the faces, things like that. So, um, you know, I, I that's what I like. I, you know, I like challenging myself. I like just trying something new. You know, awesome man. Yeah, and uh, uh, growing up over over this side of the Atlantic, now we we would have had. A fair whack of 2000 AD in our in our childhoods, you know, um, and I always get I always get a vibe that there's there's a bit of an influence there um, with yourself with you know looking at barbaric looking looking at even in the rush. Um, did you did you engage with 2000 AD with you know the Pat Mills Kevin O'Neill stuff back in the day or I I did um I I, I did absorb a lot and like I. I kind of stepped away from comics for a while and like really went in the, so I went to school for film. I was going to, I thought I was going to be, you know, a director or something like that. You know what I mean? But, and then it's just like comics just found its way back into my life. But yeah, I just, I, I, I took that in a lot. Um, you know, that t- ton of Conan, you know, like obviously. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Ton of Conan, um, for like Jason Aaron's run on Conan was a big influence for me. Um, and then, uh, for Rush, I would say like, you know, there's this video game actually that I was that I was really into this uh, this little Xbox video game called uh, The Hunt, and it was just a very simple Western story of like you know slaying monsters. And I was like, oh, I'm in this mindset of like it's snowy and then like so it just kind of got me into that kind of feel of uh, for for the rush. 
those kind of environments and yeah yeah brilliant yeah um, you said you went to go and possibly become a director so like generally you hear people kind of go into i believe you studied in animation is that correct yeah animation and film yeah was my my degrees yeah and was that because you wanted to work in that area? Because usually, like, over this side of the pond, people who want to become illustrators or work in comic books, they study animation because it's the closest alternative they can get to that to kind of uh, help them get into that industry. But you seem to have kind of gone the other way around. Maybe you first liked comics and then into film? Yeah, it was... It's funny story, like, long story. Um, I'm trying to think of where to condense it. Uh, yeah, I so I thought that was what I wanted. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, my first love always was comics and illustrations. I mean, when I was a little kid growing up Saturday morning cartoons, like, all you did was draw. I just sat there and yeah. watched cartoons draw. Anyway, and then, uh, so in, in school, I went to, uh, so uh, one of my, so my sequential artist teacher for like storyboarding, things like that for TV, for commercials. So, but I, he gave me an A on my paper, my dissertation, and then he wrote on it, good luck with your comic book career. And I was like, Wait, what? I, you know, I, I was like, it kind of threw me through a loop. I was like, wait, no, I thought I was in for film. He's like, good luck with your comic book career. And I don't know, once I graduated, like I tried to force my way in the film industry and it just didn't work. And I was like, you know what? Like I kind of, I kind of went to switch gears to this route and, mm-hmm. you know, life opened the doors, you know, and well, wow. can't argue with it, you know, like, okay. Yeah, man. I'm supposed to be, you know, and it's, it's, it's working out. Yeah, it sure is. Like, was was there a, was there another friend or was there another artist or someone who inspired you to kind of pursue comics? Then, if 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 film was your your your, your first goal, or uh, you know, it was it was you know, if anyone knows, but Vault is we uh, I founded it with my two cousins, Damien Adrian, um, and so we you know we grew up we were very close growing up and we all loved comics like X Men comics, which is all about them. All the time so we never hung out like family events all we, you know we went to our corner and we talked about comics the whole time and um so it was you know i was kind of ending my college you know you know experience and they were kind of in there at the same time you know adrian was coming out of creative writing and we we're like let's make a comic and see what we do you know like let's just make a comic cool. and see and you know we went to ape and uh our first show ape in uh san francisco and you know, just, I mean, like it just snowballed from there, I guess, you know, and it, it was just like, you know, from having a relationship with my, my cousin being very close with them and all of us having just like, a severe love for comics. That's cool. That's cool. Did, did you kind of find that initial want to work in directing then was really good as, because initially, I don't know if you still are, maybe you share responsibilities now with Tim Daniels, but are you, are you um, did you find that that work in film helped as an art director in the comic book company it was a kind of overseeing the whole thing, that kind of element of it? You know, it really did because yeah. in the beginning, yeah. And in, in the beginning it was, you know, just Damien Adrian and I, it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't Tim Daniels. It was no, and like, so we had to do a little bit of everything and it was like, it was definitely like run the project from the, from the director's chair. Uh, and it helped a lot. And like, especially with like sequential art from storyboard mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but, and then like, and then, you know, doing animation, like it really helped me with just acting, I guess, like character acting, yeah. like, you know, in, in the comics, like I, I hope, you know, my hope is that the characters feel tangible and like, they feel like they have weight to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it did, it did, yeah, it helped a lot. Like, and then, you know, eventually like a few years in, we were able to expand a little bit. We hired Tim Daniels and, you know, we were, we did a little bit back and forth in the beginning but now it honestly in all honesty like it's it's all tim tim's the mastermind behind all the direction now and all the art you know what i mean like so it's 
allowed me to step more into like a senior artist role where it's like, you know, if anyone has a question, let me know, you know? If, nice. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, it makes sense when you have so many things on your plate that you'd have to maybe just put one element away to focus on all the other things. You know, there's a lot of plates in the air there. That and yeah, Tim's just, I mean, you work with him. He's yeah, he's great. He's just really good. And it's like, yeah. you can't argue with his work. It's like, okay, I couldn't make this any better myself. So I have at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I trust you completely have at it. You know, we had Brian Shermer on before and he was singing Tim praise as well. You know, I think, I think, yeah, I think every episode we, we, we mentioned Tim at this stage now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's getting there. Yeah. And we're, we're slowly getting through all the vault crew. We'll, we'll have to like do a collectible where we can knock off everyone on staff there. that was a guest on the odds pod. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm convinced Tim slowly trying to take over the comic book, the whole entire comic book. Like he's just that talented and that good and that fast. Like he's just, yeah. I mean, he's had, he's had such an impact. He's really, I would say he's having a moment, but it's like it's gone on a bit. So it's more than more than moments. Maybe he's created a yeah. moment. I, you know, <laughs> um, he's definitely got a look and a feel about all of his stuff that you know it's his when you see it. But every time you see something he does, it's absolutely one hundred percent fresh. It's just like brand new and suits the project down to the ground. Like it's yeah, he's he, I couldn't I couldn't speak more highly of, of, yeah. of his work. Like he's just brilliant. And he seems like a really decent bloke as well. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He's really nice. Yeah. Can't be that good and sound at the same time. Like <laughs> well, yeah, and it was it was you know crazy how we met him was literally just random comic book shop visit in the middle of Missoula, Montana. Like in the middle of Missoula, Montana, Adrian was finished his degree and went to comic book shop and he and Tim brand each other at a comic book shop and he was like I work in comics. I work in comics. Wait a minute. You know, like there you go. Well, wait, Ma- magic crazy, happens yeah. at the, at the comic book store all the time, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh go to comic book stores. That's where you'll meet all these yeah. wonderful people. Get yourself a job involved. Go to the comic book store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not guaranteeing that. Okay. But you know, start by going to the comic book store. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's, that's class. So, um, so yeah, so that, that kind of, kind of filmic eye into, into, into comic book art. You mentioned the impact like your your professor had by saying that on your on your on your paper. Would you say that that was instrumental as well? Because we you know we have over the course of these interviews, we've we've come across people who've had kind of teachers be really influential uh, in their lives and kind of kind of steer them in the in 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 the direction they ended up going in. Was was that like was that the the the, the step that you needed the the push that you needed to 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 get going? For me, yeah. For me, at the moment, it didn't click. It wasn't until like I graduated, uh, in a few years later. After shout out to Mike Manley, by the way, that's his name, Mike Manley. Uh, he, uh, it wasn't a few years until I graduated where like I was flipping through old papers. Oh, there was a flood in my basement. That's what it was. There was a flood in my basement, and I was going through to see what made it, what didn't survive, what survived. And I remember I pulled that paper, you know, that thing, and it said like, "Good luck with your comic book career." Signed, Mike Manley, and I was like you know what, let me, let me do this. You know, let me, let me give this yeah. a try. So, nice. um, yeah. That feels it. like God telling you to do something, you know, like if there's a flood that's to spring you down there, seeing that paper, yeah, you have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was just like the timing of things just started working out for me and like, you know, us as, as Volt, and, you know, and, you know, and just couldn't argue with it. You're like, okay, let's, let's just go with the momentum, you know, let's see where this takes us. So, and, and, you know, cause Adrian was just wrapping up his, you know, his degree and he's like, I have this idea for story. I'm like, I have, I can draw, you know, let's, let's figure this out. You know? Like, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's 
Yeah, that's actually something I want to say. So if you want to get into film, like, and you, I mean, you're one of my favorite draftsmen in comics because I mean, you, you talked about you hope your performances come across well. Like that's that's an aspect I really like uh, in general, but it's something I really think you execute really well. But, but like, if you were going to go into the film and not draw, like, like, I, I mean, how how could you do that to us? <laughs> First off, uh, and uh, second off, like, um, like surely this ability you have as a draftsman would have pulled you back into comics anyway, or would you have been happy to just go and direct? Ooh, I mean, I, I have no idea. Like, you know, I, I have no idea mm -hmm. with you know, directing would have scratched the itch the way, you know, I still would love to, um, mm -hmm. you know, you know, I'm not giving up on that at all. Like, but I will say as far as comics at this point, it's, it's captured so much in my heart again that like, I, probably will draw until the day I die. You know, you know, like it, it's, I'm going to do comics, even if it's not a full time drop for me, I will still put out comics. I will still put out like single issues or one shot, you know, whatever I could do. Mm -hmm. uh, even if it's just like a Frank Rosetta, if I have a stroke, I'll switch to my left hand and paint with my left hand and do cover, you know, like kind of thing. Like it's just cause I would do it for free. So the fact that like people actually want to pay to see it, like it's crazy to me. Like, cause yeah. I would, like, you know, whenever I'm hiking with my wife or something like that, or like doing something to sit in my lake, I'm drawing, you know, I'll sit there and draw my sketchbook. And so like, I do it for free. So I don't see why I would stop ever. Cause it's just fun for me, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's a common, it's a common thing. You know, I certainly Ben, I think you, you'd feel the same way. I certainly do. Like there's, there's stacks and stacks and stacks of stories that, you know, will people ever see them? I don't know. Do I particularly mm. care? Not really, you know, cause like, I just wanted to do them and get them done and, you know, and then if people see them, you know, all the better, you know? Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, you do it cause you have to do it. You don't yeah. really get a choice. That's a good way of looking at it. Of like, I, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't drawing mm. in my yeah. life. Paid or unpaid. Like, I, I wouldn't be happy if I wasn't creating art drawing like you know and there's there's a difference between like drawing for yourself and drawing for like other people but like mm -hmm. i would i would be drawing you know i would be painting so like yeah yeah man uh yeah i can i can definitely relate um okay so every episode we ask a big question and ben i think you're gonna ask the question oh, yeah. here yeah i'm going to ask you a question oh. nathan Ew. oh <laughs> um what is your favorite apocalypse Oh, my favorite apocalypse. I'd have to go with, for me personally, I would like to go with like a, um, gosh, what was the name of the, I, I it went out of my head, just like pressure's on, it went out of my head. The one you referenced to us, was it? The, yes, um, yeah. I Am Legend? I Am Legend. I, why, why am I, I'm like, sorry, there's San Diego Brain. Yeah, um, no worries. Because like, I would, I love the idea of like, having this kind of, world to yourself for a little while um and like you know for him it was the daytime you know it was you know i, I would love to just be able to explore like unhindered and like not have to go like you know i get to see all the waterfalls and get to see all the hikes and get to do all these things and like not have to wait in line and you know what i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should be doing a lot of in san diego people you know oh my yeah. gosh I'm, i am like <laughs> dreading like i have to dry and of course this heat wave just hit here and i'm like oh mm. i have to go stay in line in san diego heat we have you know, 45 pounds of boxes. Um, but no, I, I, I would go with that because I'm legend because like, like, I just like the idea of like, also seeing a nature kind of take back over yeah. a little bit, like instead of concrete, like we get to see like some of the concrete taken over by like 
grass and trees and things again, some nature. Like I would love to just see that, like see the, the years pass and see like, oh, wow. Like, you know, this yeah. thing's overgrown now. Like that, that used to be where this person lived and it's overgrown now. That's kind of cool, you know? And like I said, just kind of being like I said, we get to read all the books because they still exist. Get to read all the comics finally because like you can't keep <laughs> up with it anymore. So I get to read all the comics. <laughs> so that, that would be my ideal apocalypse. Uh, and, you know, and just enjoy seeing the world as peacefully as you can and then you hide inside at night. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the books you can read, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Build a fort out of all those books because you're you're going to need the defense against those weird little vampires <laughs> that, that run around at night. Yeah, yeah those, <laughs> the vampire zombie things. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever those were. Oh, I, yeah, that was that was a uh, that would be a good one. But what That's, what a um, phenomenal what a phenomenal music book like that that mm. you know its last it's line is it's. Yeah, is its is its title, and you know, and I, you know, we've all we've all, we've all read it, and like I read it when I was I don't know maybe 17, 16, 17, you know, and it was just one of the you know you read it in a day, and it's just one of those those moments when you you know you kind of it all clicks at the end, and you're just like oh man that and like yeah. that was class, you know, that's um it's yeah, it's no, a I mean, it's a really sharp piece of writing, you know. I'm sorry. I love the ending of the book rather than like you know the the movie was kind of like you know they're trying to build a franchise. I guess I don't mm-hmm. I don't know but, you know with all the people like I love the ending of like the just like the yeah no I, I'm okay with this and you know that's yeah. it yeah. that's it yeah it's it's a very optimistic take on the whole thing just just kind of you know happy to have nature take over as opposed to dealing with all these vampires running around at night you know it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I'd be alright with that yeah and it's 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 kind of um it's kind of a polar opposite to the the existence of an artist, right? Cause you're stuck inside drawing all the time. We've probably got several <laughs> screens all around you, you know? So someone's yeah. deadlines are getting to them. I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're just everywhere. They're all around me all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm actually like trying to learn the iPad and you mm-hmm. know, clip video on iPad. Cause I'm like, I want to be freed up from my desk a little bit better. Cause like right now yeah. my desk, I just, the setup is just, I can't move it in. I would like to be able to move around a little bit and like, okay, if I'm going to sit on the train for a couple hours, let me be able to draw and get a page done on the train. But right now, so that's my next goal is to try and get efficient with the iPad. Yeah. Procreate is good, but something about the setup at home, I, I can't, there's a mental aspect. I, I, I can draw on my iPad at home, but if I'm out and about, I don't get the same results. Like uh, even to my left here, I have an animation disc and then I have my stylus. And like, if I'm not drawing on them, I'm just not productive. You know, I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I just have like the reference photos up all day. Like when I'm drawing barbaric or something like that, I'm like, okay, I got the main characters here. I got their character mm. sheets here. And like, you get, you know, like you, like you, you've done animation. So, you know, the three quarter pages and three yeah. quarter terms and all that stuff, model sheets. So it's like, okay, it's just hard to take down the road with you, but. Yeah, I guess you can't, but, and then you need like three more screens just to put them on the train. And then you hope the train's on a bumpy ride because uh, the amount of times I've decided I'd go and get some work done on the train and everyone's like, I can't draw on the train. This is not going to work. It's like every line is like uh, shaking, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's actually one thing about your work as well. You're, you're every, I wouldn't say you're kind of working off a model sheet. Uh, I feel like your, your, your panels, the expressions are quite unique to the moment that the character is, is supposed to be playing out. I guess that's, Probably not something you could do on a train either. If you're acting out these things, maybe on your face, taking photos, making silly faces, <laughs> making grumpy faces, yeah. someone sitting opposite you, maybe. Sir, please leave the train. <laughs> hey, sir, you are out of control on this train. No, it's funny. <laughs> you'll know when you you know when you're drawing something. You're like, wait, what does this look like from this angle? And yeah, 
is it what does the old face look like for this character you know what i mean so like you're acting it out as you draw and it's like this is this person's not all together so <laughs> yeah i i had to i used to live in dublin and um i remember the first time i got a storyboard job i had to act out a scene a director was giving out to all the staff uh they weren't doing his film right um but like whatever character rig we had, the director couldn't stand up. He had to stay sitting in the chair. So I had to figure out how, how aggressive I can make this guy look while he's holding a script in one hand and able to only kind of wave around the other hand and give out to people. And I got really into it and I was kind of just giving, giving all the arms, trying to figure out and recording myself and to find the poses in, in the, with the piece of the script. And then I heard this noise on the window. I was like, what, what the fuck is that? And and I look up and uh, I realize that the window cleaner has been in today and he's now breaking his arse laughing at me, sitting on the chair, looking like an idiot. <laughs> so like now whenever I have to act things out, I, I make sure the blinds are closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. I've had a few experiences like that where you're like, you kind of forget where you are for a moment and mm. you're doing some weird expressions or acting and you're like, oh, don't mind me. You know, like, don't, don't, don't <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. me. I'm just an animator. Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to draw someone pretty grim and not make a grim face while you're drawing them, you know? Yeah. One of, one of my favorite things is when, you know, artists um, show you their the, the photos on their phone. You know? Oh, yeah. It's like, here's my face from this angle. Here's my face from that <laughs> angle. Here's me screaming. Here's, you know, fucking hilarious. Like, Will, Will Sliney showed me a few of them over the years, you know? And it's it's just like, here's me in a heroic pose. He's, you know, and it, yeah, he probably just doesn't perform really. But um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Like, I love it. Because it's... Has to be done, yeah. It's always such huge kind of, you know, massive shapes that the, the people are people are pulling but you know they're your mate and they're dressed normally and you know <laughs> they don't this they're not wearing the he-man kind of thing but they're yeah. posing like them and that's oh, just brilliant love it absolutely love it um speaking of he-man though nathan um uh and this is a weird one but i think you guys are um certainly ben i know um, and Nathan, you, you dropped in, you know, talking about your love of hiking and stuff like that. You know, there's not, not enough people in this business or in certainly artists as well, you know, take enough time to take care of themselves too, you know, from a, from a physical perspective, I think, you know, I think you, there's a, there's a real dearth of, um, uh, self-care when it comes, when it comes to, uh, um, this, this gig, you know, cause you can sit in a chair all day long, you mm-hmm. know, do you, Nathan, do you try and get out as much as you can or? So I, yeah, I hike, my, my wife and I, we hike a lot. Um, but I honestly, I, I mean, I played sports my whole life. Like I was, I played basketball through college, you know, I, I, oh, cool. I yeah, I, I played, I pretty much, I still play four or five times a week. Um, I don't lift as much as I used to only cause I had a really bad neck injury a few years ago, but I still, you know, I play basketball all the time. I stay active. Right. Like it's one of the things that like, I, as you said, like you sit at your desk for 10 hours straight, yeah. And, uh, you know, your body needs something more than that. And you, you have to get up and go exercise. You have to get up and move. You know what I mean? Like, it, or you just, your body just slowly deteriorates. And so, yeah, yeah I, so I'm a big, like, so I used to be really into weightlifting and like powerlifting, things like that. But then I have like an injury, you know, the basketball, hiking, um, swimming in the ocean, you know, I live in beautiful San Diego. So like I go swimming a lot. Yeah. So it's, you know, staying, I gotta, gotta stay active. Gotta, gotta move. Gotta like take care of your mental health. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's hugely important. And like, 
certainly for artists, you know, and and the artists I know, they they really like and Ben Ben included like put the hours in, um, and you can be in a bit of a crunch sometimes getting up to mm. a deadline and like that, you know, getting out and just just for your mental health. I just mentioned it because there's a couple of a couple of friends of mine at the moment who are on a bit of a crunch right now, and you know you're you're nearly worried for them. You know, it's like <laughs> crack a window, lads. Um, just let some sunlight in. You know, maybe move around a bit. Like it's, it's, it's hugely important. Um, but yeah, so I am legend. Now there was something else you mentioned in your, in your apocalypse. I'm glad oh. you brought it up, Dave. Very good. Yeah. Nice. yeah we're, we're, we're going, we're going from taking care of yourself to maybe treating <laughs> yourself. Yes. Yeah. So I, my own little personal apocalypse was the question. And then, uh, I, 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 it's a bad habit and I'm trying, I'm trying, but I just can't kick. I am sugar fiend. If they ever discontinued Skittles, I don't think, I don't know what I would do to myself. I don't, okay. I don't know what I do <laughs> because Skittles have fueled my comics career for a decade now. Um, it, you know, if, if, if there's one bad habit I need to try and kick, it's that one. But I, I just, I can't like, I have three bags in my cabinet already for Comic-Con. So nice. I, have sour, I have the original, the sour, and uh, the, the the tropical bag. So like, okay. you're, you're loaded cops, for bear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I am popping those things just to constantly. So and my teeth hate me, but. <laughs> and are you one of those guys that like would develop a pack at one goal, or are you just slowly work your way through? I used to like. I would go through a bag a day, probably like just crushing it. Oh, but uh, like being married has saved me in a lot of ways. <laughs> this is one of them. Is she is like, listen, you have to cut back on that. Like this is going to put you in a grave early. So no, I I'm a little bit better now about like not devouring a bag. When I say a bag, I mean I used to crush like those big sharing size ones. Like, it's like the ones oh, in the movies, those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. the big ones. Share, but I yeah. didn't share. <laughs> yeah. Like. Uh, I, I'm I'm a little bit better now. I'm 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 watching say a little bit. I'm a lot better now. Like she's okay. my wife saved me from that for myself in that aspect. Wives are good like that. Yeah. 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 yeah they, we they, they, they sure do. Yeah, 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 they're pretty good. Every artist I know has a wife who tells them to eat properly, you know? Mm. It's just how it is. Yeah. Mine has certainly saved me from a few things. I, I couldn't stop doing, that's for sure. <laughs> um so Skittles, if they were to go, mm. would that affect your art? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd, there'd be a lot less issues for me each year. You know, there'd be a lot less. You know, because I think Barbaric, uh, I think the shortest one was like thirty-three pages. Yeah. Like I, want these, yeah. I want these big, you know, and I want them, you know, th- so thick. So like, they'd probably go down to like twenty pages issues. You know, yeah, okay. <laughs> smaller stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. This really is hard an issue. Landscape this time. Yeah. Um, this one's just about them sitting by a river. You know, just, <laughs> just talk on this one. Yeah. yeah. It's all talking heads. Big Bendis so, fest. Yeah. Would that be like your caffeine? Like you don't have to do coffee, you do Skittles. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. do I don't do coffee and stuff like that. That that really is like my my get up and go juice is uh yeah, I don't do coffee, I don't do, do tea, I don't you know, don't do energy drinks, things like so that. That's great, man. So you can you can high road most people, you know. So yeah. it's like, hey, do you want to go get a coffee? You're like, I don't drink coffee. Thanks. Just, just, just forget. Just forget to mention the the Skittles addiction. Well, and it's and it's funny too because a lot of people find this funny. I don't really like chocolate. I don't. I eat really? 
I don't like desserts. I don't like cakes, pies, things like so that. So it's, it's specifically Skittles. It's just Skittles, Star oh. Wars, things like that. And that's it. That's that's really like my, my sugar mm. rush. Other than that, it's like I get up and have water, you know, like uh, I don't really do dessert. Yeah. Soda? Not really. I mean, no. I do, but like not really anymore. Like yeah. I do seltzer water. Like that's my favorite thing now is like seltzer water with like a lime in it. Okay. Um, nice. And a nice big handful of Skittles. <laughs> big handful of Skittles. Come on. Well, very specific this to kind of, you said um, Skittles and Starburst, was it? Starburst, like, you know, I like like the, the like sour stuff, like things like yeah. that. Um, but like, start, whenever I need, like, I need like my good, like, okay, I got a two pages due today. I go get my, you know, go to, go work out or whatever and get, get a bag of Skittles on the way home from the store and, that's my juice, you know. Nice. Now, nice. Now there is uh, there is a writer friend of mine who who shall remain nameless, who's um like top top tier writer um in comics, who we had over here a while ago for a signing, and he had grown up in uh, in the UK, so we've got pretty much the same snacks in Ireland as we would have in the UK. Um, so when he when he showed up, he was like take me to the nearest convenience store. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Whatever you need. So we go, we go to this convenience store near the hotel and he's like, he's walking up and down the, 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 the crisp aisle, the chips aisle, you know, and he's, he's looking at all the different brands and he's in heaven. And I'm like, what's going on here? You know, like, what's the story? And he goes, oh, I grew up with these, like there was a particular crisp called monster munch which he absolutely loved and he couldn't get them in the US. He, he moved oh, to the wow. US as a kid. And he was like, grew up with these and, and these ones and these ones and these ones. And I was like, cool. And he goes, yeah, and I've got to, I've got to hit a deadline tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Because he, he wasn't doing anything that nice. We, we hadn't planned anything. And he goes, so I'm just going to lock myself in the room and, and write. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And he goes, yeah, and I'm going to need some snacks to do that. I always, I work from snacks. And I was like, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I'm standing there in the aisle and he's standing there looking at me and it gets kind of awkward. And <laughs> like, I don't know him that well at this stage. I know him very well now, but I don't know him that well at this stage. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do here? And uh, he's like, so if you could leave now, because I don't want you to see how many packets of these. Are. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. See you in the hotel. No problem. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The mental calories are a real thing. The mental calorie burn is a real thing. You know, yeah, like you, yeah, see, you need something to fuel it, you know? Yeah. Just imagine the smell of monster munch in that hotel room the following morning. It can't be good. You know? You know, but, but I know it fueled one of the best stories of the last 20 years out there. So yeah, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. Yeah. Um, so, you know, candy, crisps, chips, whatever, you know, whatever it takes, you know, as long as you're not really hurting yourself, like it's not, you know, 40 Marlboro lights and, uh, and a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what writers used to do, you know, it's like just chain smoke, you know, by, yeah, by the typewriter. It's gotten better. I've gotten a lot better with it. It's, it, it is, you know, as you get older, you, you got to take better care of yourself because when you're 21, you could yeah. fall, fall fall off a cliff and you're like, ah, oh, I'm fine. I'll, I'll get to work tomorrow. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, you're like, all right, I'm slowing. My body's slowing down a little bit. Let me take care. Let me take better care of it. Yeah. So I think your, I think your cousins still think they can fall off cliffs. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Adrian probably still could. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it probably we, has at some point. Oh well, we had him like on the show. Relatively recent history, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had him on. He, I think, I think Adrian and Damien were our first episode, weren't they? They were, yeah. and and um, yeah. it was. Hey, Adrian, how you doing? Because like we, you know, we're, we we keep an eye on him on on social and stuff, and we're big fans. And uh, we we talked through his injuries because you know we we cared, and it was like, what have you done now? Like you know, you're well. I think I think there was a shoulder gone. There was oh yeah, yeah. The, shoulder yeah the shoulder was bad. We were talking Off about one wheel as well or something. Ankle when he did the one wheel thing, yeah, that was you know oh, big wheel, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah, he's constantly bashing himself up, you know, and it's like yeah, yeah. we call that the wassail gene in our family. <laughs> it's the crazy it's just, one, is it? Yeah, we're hard-headed. We're all hard-headed. Like, like I said, for me, I used to be right there with them, but except once I seriously, seriously hurt my neck, that was kind of my wake-up call. Like, okay, okay. you are not, you are not invincible. Like, mm. you just because like, oh, we used to go do skiing and all that kind of, you know. And I don't mm. mean like down the bunny slope. I mean like we used to do like the ski at your own risk kind of stuff, like the drop, oh. you know. And it's just like, oh, this was kind of a wake-up call. Of, like, no. I like having my body work. (laughs) (laughs) I love being able to look to the left. That's great. Yeah. 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 See a point in your head where you want it to go is, is important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you can do it. Yeah. It is important, man. Um, Okay. Well, where can people catch up with you, Nathan? If they want to. Uh, Yeah. If they want to follow me on Instagram, that's usually where I'm most active and I'm trying to get better at it. I promise. Um, I'm just, uh, starting with it, so I'm trying to get better with it. But uh, Instagram at gooden.nathan, uh, first you know last name first name, um, and then you can always keep up with my latest books from Vault on Vault's Twitter website, everything like that. Um, I do I am doing a few cover lines with other publishers now, so I will be announcing some more stuff with other publishers. Nice. Cool. It'll all be Vault. It'll all stay with Vault. Yeah, I did one. I did uh, one issue of um, Barbaric Darkness of Steel with Tom Taylor. Um, nice. That was really, that was really fun. Um, so I hope to do like, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, do more of those like one issue things, one shots, things like that. Yeah. That fill in. Trying to cross pollinate. Yeah. Cause I guess first and foremost, I'm just a comic book fan. Like mm-hmm. being able to, like, honestly, being able to draw Batman was the little kid in me was just like, that's what it's all about. You yeah. gotta do this. You gotta do yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. yeah man. That's awesome, man. Didn't know that. That's cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. So uh Gooden dot Nathan on mm-hmm. Instagram. Instagram. And uh every like everyone who listens to us knows where Vault are already, you know. So um they're absolutely absolutely vault heads. Um so yeah, so um Nathan, thank you so much for joining us on the odd spot. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's great to actually talk to you like face to face almost as opposed to just a Slack or an Instagram message. You know, this is this is, this is great. Great to, really, great to really meet you, you know. Yeah, it was awesome. Good times hanging out, guys. And uh, Ben, love your work. As I said Thanks, before, man. I love the facial expressions. I love the, I love, the, I love, just love the designs. And like, I was so honored to do the Godfell B covers. Yeah. With, uh, they were amazing. Thanks, man. We were honored to have you on them. It was awesome. You, I think you made me up my game a couple of times. I think I was just really <laughs> impressed with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, savage covers, man. Absolutely savage. Okay. Well, look, we will leave it there. And uh, a very, very, <laughs> very prosperous San Diego to you. And uh, and happy continuing year of the axe. Yeah. 
Thank you guys so much. Hopefully we can do it again uh, when we have some new series coming out or something. That'd be brilliant. Let's awesome. do this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on The Odds Pod. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Look out for The Odds coming soon from Scout Comics. And please tell us what your favorite apocalypse is. You can find me on Twitter at Benessy. That's B-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. And me on at Dave Hendrick. Big thanks to our producer, Adrian Carty, and we'll see you at the end of the world.